So if my memory serves me well, and although for you listening to this, it will have been a week. For me and Nigel, it's been about four minutes. I think at the end of the last episode, Nigel promised us a way to manage our schedules, calendars, time, choices, all that kind of stuff that apparently is super simple and we can get through in 12 minutes. So I'm going to shut up and hand over to you. Hey, Daddy, I thought you were handing over to Nigel, not me. Well, actually, Sophie, I am. But before we hand over to Nigel and we get into this episode, I think we should talk about your best year starts here live. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah? You think we should do that? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so if you haven't yet like heard... Nigel or I talk about this either on the podcast or on social media. Well, first of all, where have you been? Um, But secondly, and more importantly, we are doing your best year starts here live in London Elstree on the 28th of November 2019. And we'd love you to be there. You know, we are going to be sharing some amazing, amazing stuff with you to help you set your 2020 vision. That's right. They say perfect eyesight is 2020 vision. Well, next year's 2020, we're going to help you get the perfect eyesight to help you have your best year ever but to do that you need to be in the room with us so to get your tickets right now just go to bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority that's bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority and if you go there today you are going to get a ticket for the lowest price that is ever going to be available as we get closer to the event these ticket prices are going to be going up and up and up because we're putting them out in tiers and as each tier sells out the next one is more expensive so if you want to get the best price possible and set up your best year ever make sure you go right now to bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority anyway sophie what do we need to say I get super excited when I look at my diary for the year and I've scheduled in some holiday time and I've scheduled in some of the conference I know I've got and you know I'm lucky I've been speaking 22 years now and so I have some regular clients that always book me and then I know we've got some bureaus that book me but one of the things that I now do that's a life saver a game changer for me is that every single week in my diary at least one afternoon we'll say busy ah oh, we've talked about this before have we we have okay well i'm getting even better at it now good because in order to come out of busy it's got to be really in alignment with my family goals and now with my health goals so what i've now done is i've just lifted all my fees up for my busy times because otherwise what still occurs is I'm not that busy that day. I can probably do it. And what happens is we start teaching people how to treat us about our fees because we don't look that busy. So even if we've mentioned it before, I'm reminding you to make sure that you give yourself not only permission to say no to people, but you give yourself permission to say yes to you for doing stuff you may want to do. I went to the cinema a couple of weeks ago on a Thursday afternoon. It was very interesting. It felt like a bit like playing hooky from school. It was very bizarre. (laughs) Is that because everybody else there was? Well, well, I was the oldest by that. But it was just very interesting that it felt a bit naughty going to a cinema in the afternoon. And so 
as we get a bit more successful and as we get some of our goals met, the question is, why do we have to work so hard between nine and five? Yep. And instead of working more, could you work less but smarter? Could you work less but charge a bit more? So we were doing the whole concept with someone that said, if you added 10% to all of your fees, would you still get paid? Mm-hmm. So then someone in the group said, what happened if I charged 20% more? Mm-hmm. And it was a real interesting thing for me. And I went, I'm not sure I could do 20%. And it, so what was interesting for me, with all the self-esteem that we've spoken about, and I've been Speaker of the Year from three largest CEO groups, I've travelled to 60 countries, I've got four books out, with all that stuff, I didn't think I was worth 20% more. It's interesting. So what happened was about six weeks ago, we had an audience where it was a, it was a, 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 a fully paid gig and it was a commercial client, but in the evening, they were doing a massive um, auction event. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine said, why don't you put yourself up for the auction? So they could employ you. It was a large company. And whoever won the bid could have you for three hours for the afternoon. Okay. With no minimum price. Now, bear in mind, I've just said I'm putting my fees up 10%. Yeah. It was a commercial client. And there was a bit of a fear here. What happened if the bidding stopped at £12? Yeah. You know, because here's this concept. Now, I'm not going to get too into all the details because I'm not going to embarrass the client and anybody else. But the bidding started at £6,500. Yeah. And it got stopped at £12,500. Yeah, for three hours. For three hours. Now, what was really interesting for me was the group that booked me had no idea what I'd been paid for in the afternoon. And I'm just going to be very honest with everyone. I wasn't paid that amount of money. Yep. In fact, I was paid slightly less than half that amount of money. Okay. So it was a very nice fee for the the speech that I did. But what they thought I was worth was double and a bit more. Yep. Because we don't appreciate our value. And we have to be really careful that our self-worth isn't based on other people's opinions. Yep. Now, this is the reverse that they thought my self-worth was double what I thought it was worth. Yeah. So if we ask people to value what they thought this podcast was worth and what value they've had over the last eight months, I reckon we'd be surprised. Now the question is, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, the value you offer to your clients, if it's not worth 10% more, you're not doing a good enough job. Yep, absolutely. So imagine everyone who's listening to this podcast right now increase their fees by 10% and 10% of all their clients said no to them, they'd be no worse off, but they'd have 10% more time off. Yep. If you're brave enough and you went to 20% more and only 10% said no, you'd have a 50% increase in your income and still have a bit of time off. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. And I mean... it's a whole difficult thing about fees. But this, but this is a slight tangent, right? But, you know, there, there are only three ways to increase a revenue on a business. Okay, get more customers, charge more tran- per transaction or do more transactions. That That's basically it, right? That's the only that's three. That's Michael Gerber's e-myth. Yeah, it was, I, I heard it from somebody else, but it's, it's the same principle regardless of where you get it from. There's only three ways, right? 
if you talk to most people about, let's just say they want to double the size of their business, they go, okay, I need twice as many customers. But actually, if you do 25% on each of those three things, I think it comes out like 96, 97%. So it's almost the same. I'm actually going to tell you, it's much more than that, but it's bizarre the number fact. I've been, I've done both equations at 10%. So if you had 10% more, you had 10% more clients, yeah. book paying 10% more, but rebooking you 10% more, it is much more than 30%. When you do 20%, the numbers become o- over massive. But, but that's what I'm getting at. Like, you know, you, you don't need... You can make small increments that when they compound are the equivalent of making a huge increment on one, on one metric. So, Neil, here's like, the question for you. The next time someone asks your fee, are you willing to increase it by 10%? I'm more than willing to. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you how it's going to sound. Imagine your fee was £1,000... Okay, this is what it's going to sound like. You've been like. underselling me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how it will sound. Uh, what's your fee? Uh, 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 what's your budget? And what happens is the confidence to say that new figure. So I came back from the States in 1997, and I still remember my trainer saying, look in the mirror, do a power statement, uh, anchor it if you're into NLP, and get good at saying your figure. Mm-hmm. So I spent two and a half weeks in the mirror. I love you. My fee is this. My fee is that. And the first time I said what my fee was, I discounted by 10%. <laughs> and the guy went on the phone, no problem. And yeah. I went, what would have been a problem? And he said 30% more. Yeah. And I still to date remember this. And I have a couple of speaking friends who charge more than me and they're not willing to negotiate. And I've got some people who charge much, much less and seem to be very, very busy and after my health scares, I've decided I want to do X amount of work at a certain fee. I have a charitable rate. And, I, there's, and then there are other people, because what happens when you do charitable work, people recommend you. Yeah. So let me tell you what I do about my 10 days a year at charitable rates. And charitable rate is anything less than my normal fee. So if my average fee, for example, was £5,000, anything less than that becomes a charitable rate, anything down to £500. Yeah. After I've done my 10 dates, I don't do any more for this year and say, I'd just like to acknowledge what you've done. I'm grateful you've asked. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to put you in for next year because I've done my quota. Yeah. A friend of mine says the best thing you can do for the poor is not be one of them. Absolutely. And so whilst it's great supporting charity and giving to charity, uh, you know, I have a high-maintenance wife and I have two kids that still have credit cards of mine. And at some point, we have to remember we have to look after ourselves. We have our own goals and needs. And until you become with $700 billion in the bank and you can start doing everything for, for charity, you have to look after yourselves. Yep. So the question I want to ask everyone who's listening to this podcast is, when are you going to increase your fee? Why haven't you increased your fee? And what are you scared of? And my question I'd put on that is, and how well are you demonstrating the value? Because I actually, I actually think the fee isn't the issue. It's the value that's exchanged for the money. And if you can demonstrate that you've increased your value, no one will ever have a problem with you increasing your fee. The problem is if they don't perceive the value to be worth the amount of money you're asking for. So if you're if you're anxious about increasing fees, increase the value. Talk about what you do that's over and above what you did before that justifies, if nothing else, to yourself 
why you're now worth more. But it is interesting how you get treated when you lift your fees. I will not have a plastic cup of water on stage. That is a real thing that makes me feel like I'm a a speaker who has no value. Mm -hmm. I want a bottle of water, or even better, if I can have a, a can of Diet Coke, not Diet Pepsi, a can of Diet Coke on stage. And when I'm in Ukraine, it's really cool because I have a bucket of ice with four or five Diet Cokes. And very recently, and I will show you my can because you probably won't believe me. You know how in the old days you could have Diet Coke with your first name on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have seen your can. My can has my full name. Yep. And I thought, how cool is that? They've not only listened to me, they've supplied, they've delivered, it's on stage. And I'm not treated as a rock star in any way, but I'm treated as a a speaker with value who delivers high content. Yep. If you're listening to this podcast and you deliver a valuable service, high content, and you're recommendable, if that's a word, yep. I'm sure Neil will have a better word because he always <laughs> does. But the question you want to ask yourself is, when people listen to you, what are they saying to other people about your product? I had my one of my best emails today. So I did a conference in November 2016. And I only remember it because it was just before my major illness. Mm-hmm. And I had my biggest ever response from a single conference. This morning, I got an email from two women who were in there that run a large school project. And it's now, by the time I do it, it'll be three years since I did their conference. And they've just booked me. Now, the joy of being booked from something they heard three years ago means, and they said, we still remember two things from your conference. (coughs) Now, as a speaker, most people who might be listening to this podcast will be thinking they only remember two things. They're only going to remember three or four things at best anyway. Yep. But if three years later they can still remember two big phrases, you've done a great job. If you think they've got to remember, have you ever read the Bible? Uh, kind of at school. Okay, well, let me tell you, have you ever stayed in a hotel? I've stayed in lots of hotels. Okay, there's a Bible in every, in every, in every hotel I go to. Okay? Yeah, most of them. What's interesting is that even though you've learnt it and you've read it more than once, most people can't remember much of it. Uh If as a speaker they can remember three or four phrases for ten years, I mean, my phrase, if you're in the room, be in the room, people have quoted back to me 20 years later. Yeah. So do people not only remember what you have to say, but do they recommend you to other people because you can add value to their organisation? If they're not recommending you to other people, either they want to keep you as a secret and that's not the type of business you want to be in, or your message isn't strong enough. Yep. So what is your message? And for podcasts next week, we will talk about having a strong message that not only defines you, but refines you and makes you memorable. It's cool. I'm looking forward to that one. So am I. Yeah. I I, I love... Do you know what? I know we're up to time, but I love the way we just riff on all of these. Right, I've had a bunch of people, and maybe we should do an episode on this as well. I've had a bunch of people ask me, how do you make your podcast? How do you do this? How do you do that? Because they think we've got like a, a script or a plan or something. Well, we definitely haven't got a plan. Well, and when I, when I tell people we basically just hang out like in your living room with a cup of coffee, we chat a bit, we bounce a few things around and we record some of it. Most of them don't believe me. Well, in, it, until it, well, I don't say until they listen to a few episodes and they hear random stuff like this on the end and they go, oh, okay, maybe they're telling the or truth. Better, or better <laughs> still, 
when Neil, because he is going to do this and he doesn't know I'm going to say this, he is actually going to play one of the whole videos of one of our events and he'll just put it out there as a podcast. What, do you mean like the whole video of us recording this? Of the 12 or 13 minutes and they'll just see how we go. Yeah, I might do that. But I'm, what, see, Neil's thinking, oh my God. I might do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that what we do is we bounce off each other because we trust each other. We've got no idea who says the most words because that's not what it it's doesn't about. Matter, does it? Well, it does when Neil says the most words. Um, <laughs> but here's the point that if you trust that's yourself. That's never going to happen. He doesn't shut up. <laughs> but if you trust yourself and you value your partnerships, and that's what it's about, you get great content. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we look forward to seeing you next week. And as always, if you've got something useful, teach it to somebody else. You know, leave us a review. All, all of that nice stuff that helps us get the word out and helps us to help more people. Your best year, it starts right here. And yeah, we'll see you soon.